0: Log Talk
1: Radio What is going on, everybody? Uh, Welcome back to Episode 4 of The Closers. Uh, We are going to recap some stuff about the NBA All-Star Weekend. We're going to talk about the UFC 298 last night. We're going to talk a little bit about the NFL. Not going to talk much about NASCAR because, well, NASCAR did not happen today. But uh, currently... The West is leading the East 105 to 129. Um, as Damian Lillard just hit a half-court shot. <laughs> but um, I'm your host, Adam. And TJ is here as well. There he is. Uh, Damian Lillard currently has 33 uh The East is up 132 to 105. Uh, The record was, I can't remember what year it was, but they scored 194 or 196 points. They had 104 at half. They ended up finishing with like 194, 196. So they're halfway through the third now, and they're at 132. And like I said, Damian Lillard just hit a half-court shot. So uh, as usual, there is zero defense. Um, but I guess that's what the fans go there to see. Uh, but Kenny Smith said it perfectly, in my opinion. He says, "What is the you know, after you? It's like a home run derby. Everybody's hitting them. It's like you know, do you know? Let's do something different." So he said he would like to do the second half. People come out and like legitimately lock down, play defense, so on and so forth. But the only problem with that is, is uh, you, you know, you take a chance of getting injured. You know, if you go to actual play the game, uh, not that you can't get injured running around the court. You know, just do it. But you know, so. But hey, TJ, how was your week?
2: It was good, man. How was yours?
1: <clears throat> um, it was all good. No, no complaints. No complaints. No complaints at all. Um, you know, like I mentioned, you know, me and TJ are going to cover some NBA stuff, some UFC stuff, uh, some football stuff. Not, you know even though the Super Bowl and not much going on with football as far as games, but there are things going on now as far as like front office moves, acquisitions and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, NASCAR was pushed today. It was Kansas Daytona 500 was canceled due to rain. So it's going to be tomorrow. Uh, I believe the main race is at three, the earlier races at like, I don't know, one o'clock, maybe somewhere. I don't know. Nobody cares about the earlier race. Do they No, they don't, but, uh, so probably, you know, I, I never understood that they move it to, you know, the, all the viewers that they're not going to have now because it got rained out. Um, is it impossible to move it to the following Sunday? I mean, I don't know. That's that's just the biggest race of the year to kick off the season, in my opinion, I would, you know, suggest the first two weeks, the following week would be uh, – you know that race. Say say it's an open day, but if it don't rain, then they could throw they you know they could fill a race, but or somehow have that following Sunday open. They'll have it on Monday, <clears throat> and have more well, people watching.
2: I guess NASCAR. I guess there's one thing we can say uh, today is the uh, 23rd anniversary of uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. passing away. Oh, okay. So, RIP to one of the greatest race car drivers to ever drive a car. Right,
1: yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. Twenty three. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was a force, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, they, they not, not, I they called him an intimidator <laughs> for a reason. He was in a. He took the. He set his car on fire just a race.
1: Yeah, I mean he was. He 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 could go around you, or he was going through you. <laughs> one of the way or the other. You were moving.
2: Most of the time, he was he definitely
1: going to get to moving.
3: Right, yeah.
1: Or he got really, really close to where next time, if you see him coming up or you or you got your other team on the radio saying, hey, you got so-and-so on your so-and-so, he's going to go ahead and just make some room. Cause,
2: yeah, you're just going um, go to go ahead and let off the throttle and let him pass by. It, so.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like you said, RIP. God rest your soul. You know, um, you know, and it, it's you know the technology that's changed since that incident. You know, and it's crazy how they they had the ability to to do that technology or to to make different adjustments to their gear to make it safer, but it was just kind of like yeah. That's more weight in the car, or, or you know, they didn't really, they didn't really regulate it. If you think about it, because look how extreme it got after that. Yeah, no. that didn't just happen overnight. Like, so they had the ability, in my opinion. Now, of course, twenty-three years later, of course, technology is different and better than it was then. But I'm talking about the safety measures, you know. <clears throat> so, but you yeah, know, so. Um, So we'll start, I guess, with the NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, uh, Friday night it kicked off uh, with the third annual uh, HBCU uh, Classic. Winston-Salem won the third annual of that. Uh, The Celebrity Game was Team Shannon Sharp versus Stephen A. Smith in the Celebrity Game. They were both the coaches. Uh, Stephen A. had uh, uh, Lil Wayne and um um uh, drawing a blank on his other coach. And then Shannon Sharp had 50 Cent as his assistant, and Team Shannon uh, ended up winning that. Micah Parsons was your MVP with 37 points, 16 rebounds. He was 17 of 31 from the field. But I think he did miss his first, like, six six shots. Uh, so that was kind of cool. They're all like layups and stuff, but he had a couple dunks. Uh, they had a high, Olympic gold high jumper out there on the other team. Like Stephen A. Smith had the team to win. Like they like on paper, they had, you know, the pe- the team, and uh, you know there were some other play? players. No, no.
2: I think Puka did play. Oh, Poo
1: Yes, yeah. I thought you said I thought you said Putin. No, Puka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs> I'm like Hell no, he didn't play
3: <laughs>
1: Could you imagine <laughs> Vladimir put <him> playing
2: <laughs> No
1: That's hilarious That's so funny No hey, did,
2: uh, did Shannon Sharp have uh, Mike Epps on his team?
1: No, no,
2: no I was just relate not. to, the, you know, the issues
1: they were going through right now. <laughs> no. Um, they, they did meet and had a talk or whatever and cleared whatever issues that they, you know, they had, you know. So, the, you know, he said there was no cameras, there was no this. They had about a 15-minute conversation, cleared the air. Uh, but, yeah, that uh, – the rookie um, – he had a pretty good game. He could have got um, uh, the um, uh, MVP. Yeah. Uh, if But he was on uh,
2: – I, uh, I can't remember which
1: team he was on. Um, let me pull it up really quickly.
2: I think he was um, on Stephen A. Smith.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Let me pull it up. That way I don't be wrong. Yeah. Putin. I was like, no, he definitely didn't play.
2: Oh, Vladimir Putin. Oh
1: see. Uh, Puka had sixteen points. Uh, Dylan Wang had 12, Um, uh, uh, but at halftime, uh, Parsons said he would score 40. He'd come up a little short. Uh, Stephen Smith's squad was led by Houston Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud, Tristan Jazz, which he had a good game too. He's like a YouTuber, and Olympic gold jumper medalist Tambourine, uh, which he was I mean, he, of course, he was dumping everywhere. Uh, yeah. And then uh, they uh, – McCall Hartman was on the team as well. Um, they didn't really
2: uh, – McCall well, Hartman. He, was uh, he had
1: meta world peace.
2: McCall Hartman. Met a world piece. A world piece. Pass. Right.
1: Yes, yeah, so Stephen A had coaches Lil Wayne and AJ Wilson or Jia Wilson or Jai Wilson. Um, they had a four point they had a four point play out there. Anytime that they, a star would so first of all let's start with the court. The court was LED y'all. I know the whole was, court was eight. was dude. It was like NBA Jam, like reliving you know the nineties playing the video game. It was awesome. Somebody caught fire. They they're you know. the the, the fire would follow them. Uh, The court would light up. They put people's faces in stars, and if you shot from one of the coaches' star's face, it it was over six points. Uh, They did a little challenge at half, three people versus three people, and and the three that won it, their points were doubled on anything they took, and they were on fire. Uh, When they activated the the Ruffles thing or whatever, that was just the... People were skeptical, and I was a little bit as well, how it was going to work. And... They should do this every year. It is so cool. During the dunk competition, the three-point competition, the stuff they could put on it, uh, like uh, the guy that plays for the Heat, he uh, played tribute to um, other Mexican basketball players. So, like So, like the the part where, you know, the top where you shoot the free throw, the free throw line, an entire rectangle there. Was a screen and it showed highlights of five or six other previous. Uh, he paid he paid homage to him like that. It was like a little like a thirty second before he did his uh, dunk or whatever. It was it was super cool. Uh, so yeah, the LED the LED floor was cool. Uh, but uh, team team Jalen won the Rising Star, uh, tourney, which before in the All Star game it was. The rookies versus the sophomores. Well, now they've changed it to four teams. And um, they had, like, uh, Pesha Stojakovic was a coach. Uh, Def Left Shrimp was a coach. Uh, Jalen Rose was a coach. Uh, and Pal Gasol, I think, was a coach. I, and, and there was a G-League team there, which had Mack McClung and another guy. And the Mac, and, and they upset it. So everybody predicted it would be Chet Holmgren's team versus Wimbenyama's team, right? Yeah. To rookies right now that are fighting for rookie of the, the year. Well, the G League team upset Wimben team, so they went on to play Jalen Rose team in the final and uh, lost. But still, that that was very impressive for the G League team because uh, there's some players down in the G League, up and up and coming players. Um, so that was that was cool. And then uh,
2: Matt Pacers bit.
1: won the skills challenge. Go ahead. And Matt McClung being one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He. You know. I. I hope he gets a chance eventually. He's had a couple ten-day deals or whatever, uh, but he's doing pretty good down there in Orlando's organization. Um, so, which we're gonna get more into him here in just a, in a minute. Uh, but the, the team Pacers won the Skills Challenge, which for three years now the the the. the because there's uh, usually a team of like uh, first round picks or the first picks, and then a team of all stars, and then a and then a uh, three players from the same team. Yeah. Well, last year uh, the Cavs won it, and the year before the Pacers won it again. So three years in a row now, the team of the same player that play on the same team have won, which that's probably chemistry, whatever. But uh, Halliburton. Uh, Let's see, yeah, Halliburton, Big Cat, and Trey Young was the other team, I believe. Um, but uh, then the three-point competition, uh, Damian Lillard won uh three-point competition, won back-to-back with scoring 26. Uh, he, if he enters next year and wins, he will join Larry Bird and Craig Hodges to have won it three times uh Mark Price, Hornacek, Paja, Campono and Lillard are the only people to win it two times. Um Curry might be on that list, I'm not sure. Uh,
2: yeah, and times. then
1: yeah, and then Steph won. Steph won the first ever it was a Steph versus Sabrina, the best uh female shooter versus three-point shooter versus the male. It was absolutely in my opinion the coolest part of the entire All Star weekend, um, just to build up the fact that she said, "You know what?" Because in the beginning, of the rules were she shoots from her line and he shoots from his line, right? Like their rules state uh, how they play every day. But she said, "No, I want to. I want to shoot from his line." And she scored twenty six, y'all.
2: She hit her first thirteen oh, you... out of fifteen.
1: Yeah. Just... So do y'all realize she hit twenty six? From the man's line, which, if y'all heard me earlier, Dame Dalla, he won it for the men with 26. <laughs> so, she tied the high of the guy, and he, and he and she lost by three. She lost 29-26, I do believe. Uh, Steph, she got cold on her third rack, uh, like he just mentioned. She was running through them. Got cold, I think it was on the top rack, and then got kind of iffy in the corner rack. And then Steph kind of got, but yeah. When she first started coming out, I was like, "Oh boy, uh, this is gonna." It, I thought that was the coolest thing of the weekend. Uh, not gonna lie, um, the uh, you know what what what, what do you guys got on that?
2: My stuff is gonna lose Steph, she came out hot, and then put up that amazing number of twenty six. I mean, she shot from the man's line, but she used. WNBA regulation balls but I thought Steph was going to lose the way she came out she put up a high number from a line she ain't used to shooting from and then Steph come out he he started slow mm-hmm. not looking like that same Steph Curry that leads an NBA uh, leads the NBA history in three pointers but he barely pulled it off by three. But what I like to see is Steph versus Dame.
1: Yeah, I think Steph. I think Steph. Uh, I think Steph gets him. You think? Um, yeah, over Dame Lillard. You're talking about Dame Lillard, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think he gets them because – I think he gets them because – Dame gets some shots, don't get me wrong. But Steph's out here every night getting six, you know, five to eight a night. Dame Lillard will go a night and get one, two. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Like,
1: it'd be like James Harden, too, versus Steph. Steph is such a pure three-point shooter. Not that Lillard and James Harden them other guys aren't, but there's something about Steph, man, when he gets – an open court. He made a hundred and five, or no, what was it? The night before the the night before Friday, Thursday. I have to look it up really quickly, but he it was either a hundred and five or a hundred and fourteen straight three pointers in the corner from the corner.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's something about just him in the court and shooting it. I don't think anybody beats him. I just I just don't. Uh, Clay, because I think Clay Thompson is a better shooter than Dame Lillard, as far as from the three. Wide open. I, I don't know. That's just because the cause the the numbers say so. I guess is what I'm going off of. But uh, but it'd be cool. They they said something about next year since Caitlin Clark will be in. It said Clay Thompson Caitlin Clark versus Sabrina and Steph.
2: Huh. Oh.
1: That would be cool because you know Caitlin Clark's that girl from Iowa that just broke uh, plums all time scoring record. She she has the most points in college history or whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: And she I mean, broke that Kelsey Plum girl. Yeah. I was right. So, I, I think that, yeah, they, so they said Caitlin and Clay. Caitlin and Clay versus Steph and Sabrina next year. So, that, that would be crazy. It would. That would be, uh, that would be, that would, that would be something. Um, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was good for the game. Um. And her shooting, like you said from the from the guy's line, uh, but then just, and then yeah. then after do <clears throat> what
2: that's just amazing she made from a line she ain't used from shooting from her whole career made thirteen out of her first fifteen shots that that's just that's insane on that big stage in front of that whole crowd. I say if they, if they did this next year, I say Steph might have something to worry about.
1: Well, on here it says something about he had 105 and five minutes or something, or 105 and five minutes. Um, but on here it says three years ago, but I thought it was just the other day he did it again. I could be completely wrong. Right. They could have been showing something from before. I don't know. But anyway, if it's five years ago or 500 years ago, 100 threes in a row, come on now. (laughs) Um, And currently, the third quarter just ended. It's 160 to 136. The East is leading. Um, So, you know, them taking the – there's a change this year, y'all. They went back to traditional East versus West versus the team captains they've done over the last five years. And the point uh, where they got to get to a certain amount of points each quarter, each half. To end the game was like one second to try to get people more involved in the game, but clearly, y'all, nothing's ever. I mean, it's a score fest. What are we talking about? But uh, the dunk competition was a uh, was after was after that to close the night out, and it 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 was uh, Jalen Brown, Jamie, um, uh, I don't know if it's Jacques or hot I, I don't know how I say his name. Uh, Mac McClung and uh, Jacob Toppin, which is Obi Toppin's brother. Uh, Mac McClung was your winner. Jalen took second. Uh, Jamie took fourth. And Toppin took third. And Mac McClung's your back-to-back champion. Uh, he's a G League guy. Uh, he's, you know, uh, got a lot of talent. Just, you know, I guess there's not a team that, really needs him up in the, the NBA yet, so hopefully one day he gets there. But he's very creative. Uh, if To me, out of the four people, the other guys were just like, yeah, I guess we'll be here. We'll do this. We're going to throw an oop to ourselves. We're going to do a 180 reverse dunk. Every dunk that they all did besides Matt McClung's you could do in a game. Uh, well, besides Jalen dunking over one guy in a chair because you can't have a chair on the court. But... Um, he tried to do the D-Brown where you take your arm and put it over your eyes and then dunk. Well, he already jumped over the chair and almost was already landed and then put his arm up in front of his face. It was quite comical. If you guys get bored, you could use it uh-huh. a dunk competition, and it's very lacklustre. It's, it, it was uh, – and they gave the guy a 49 for it. And, I, and one guy gave him a 50 even. I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. Um it was it was super weird. The, the guy that was like 6'8 or 6'9 jumped over Shaq in the very beginning, um, raked his stuff across the top of his dome, didn't even clear him, and they gave him like a, I don't know, pretty good score. Well, then, and he had the ball to start with too. Matt McClung won it by having Shaq hold a ball in the back of his neck, and he cleared him by like four to six inches. And then did the Dominique where he takes the ball down, pumps it and then brings it back and dunk. It was just pretty cool. Uh, so Matt, if y'all didn't get to watch it, that was pretty cool.
2: Matt McClung is uh he he's special. He's got some hops on him.
1: Yeah, he he can jump out the gym for sure. Uh they got him listed at six two. I mean he looks six footish to me, but um
3: five eleven.
1: <laughs> um, but they got him listed sixty. He's a small frame guy, one eighty five, which I think he's lying on that too, but whatever. Um you know, he you know, he's been with the Bulls, the Lakers, uh, the South Bay Lakers G League. Uh he won G League blue Rookie of the Year. Uh he's been with the joined the uh, the blue coats and then he signed with the 76 Sixers in February. He won the uh dunk competition last year. Then won it again this year. Uh, he's a two-time slam dunk. Comes uh, uh, just one win away from a record of three held by Nate Robinson. So I'm hoping he comes back next year. He's healthy enough to, uh, and because I want to see him get three. I actually want to see him get four. <laughs> he's you know he's uh, 25 years old. So why can't he come and do it two more times? Nobody's gonna beat him because nobody's gonna put in the. In my opinion. Did you watch the Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine one?
2: Yeah, it's been a while. The dunk
1: competition when they when they were you know they were jumping over mascots on hoverboards and doing putting it underneath his the bottom of his you know his seat and then I mean it was it was so creative. Uh, this year was very nineteen eighty five ish. Besides Matt McClung. Um, When you're resorting, like Jalen Brown, I don't still know why he was even in it. Um, A a friend of mine was talking about it yesterday, and he said, oh, he's got him. to He picks him to win. That was just in a way. Sure, he can dunk powerful or whatever at times, but he's going to probably just come up and tomahawk and do some reverse dunks. He did exactly that.
2: Well, my thing is, you know, I thought the dunk competition was like for the best dunkers across the NBA season.
1: Well, it, you know that's a very, very good point because they used to take. Yeah, they had the most dunk, like Blake Griffin was in it because he had. Because every time he touched the ball, he dunked it, right? Yeah. Uh, or, or that was known like Jason Richardson or, or Michael Jordan or for flashy dunk, you know, or, or like uh, you know, like Kobe and how you can get flashy. Um, uh, so, yeah, that, that that did I think did used to. You know, be part of it, but now uh, I don't think an all star, an actual all star, has won it since like 2014. And they were, from what I heard, they were giving Jalen Brown high numbers because they wanted an all star to finally win it again instead of these G League players or a person that's not involved. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah.
1: Like so, um, or people that because there was no the only all star there was Jalen Brown. You know, the other three were, weren't on the all-star team. They were just simply there to do the dunk competition, and one of them was a G League player. So, you know, they – they I don't know why more people don't do it. I, I w- that's the thing I wish LeBron would have done it early in his – he's never going to do it now, of course. He ain't got but a year left in the league, but I, I wish he would have done it in his prime. Uh, there's a lot of people I wish would have done it, you know,
2: Yeah, I mean, I wish I could have seen LeBron do it. I mean, but I think he's opted out of it. I think they've offered it to him. Yeah, every time. Yeah,
1: every time. I think some of these players, they their egos, and LeBron has an ego. They what great player don't? They they what if they lose? Right, so. What if they don't have their best dunk on them that day and they end up losing? How they, so? I think that gets in the way. I think that I think that might stop some people. Um, but uh, quickly, guys, update. It is uh, six forty or six fifty-four left in the game. One seventy-nine to one fifty-three. East is up. So twenty-one points from two hundred. <laughs> uh, I hope they hit two hundred because um, it's absurd.
2: <laughs> so Do what? They're putting a whooping on them, aren't they?
1: Yeah, it's one seventy nine to fifty three one fifty three, yeah. Um But uh let's see Oh. Going into the All Star uh weekend, your team's one through three in the east, the Celtics are in first. Cavs are in second. The Bucks are in third. The West, the Timberwolves are in first. The Thunder's in second. The Clippers are in third. Uh, the West is a little bit more competitive in my opinion across the board because I think at one time one through fourth was tied or or only separated by a half a game. Uh, and then in the East, once you get down to like seven and eight, they're already under five games under 500, several games under 500. And I do believe the only team under 500. Um, in the West. So you got that Magic at 30 and 25 at 8. And then, yeah, 9 and 10 are under 500, 26, 29, 24, and 31. So whoever makes that play-in spot, 9 and 10, is going to be not very good as far as record-wise. And then you've got, well, there's nobody in the top 10. Warriors are 27 and 26. Lakers are thirty and twenty six. They're number nine. Um, so you got the Clippers, Nuggets, Suns, Pelicans, Mavs, Kings, Lakers, Warriors. That's your top ten over there. So that's in my opinion, uh, the West is a little more stacked um, since it is All Star Weekend or whatever. And you in the, in the Eastern top ten, like I said, it's Celtics, Cavs, Bucks, Knicks, Sixers, Pacers, Heat, Magic, Bulls, Hawks, TJ. Who do you think goes to the final?
2: Mm. Out of all them? Out of all the teams yeah. in the NBA, who goes to the finals? Yeah. Boston Celtics.
1: You th- so you think you're picking them to win the whole thing?
2: I am. Okay.
1: Who do you think they play out of the West? In the West, you've got uh, 1 through 10 is Timberwolves 1, Thunder 2, Clippers 3, Nuggets 4, Suns 5, Pelicans 6, Mavs 7, Kings 8, Lakers 9, Warriors 10.
2: Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are going to go back again. Oh. Well, so –
1: I I agree with you. I think the Celtics, I think the Celtics get, I think they get the job done. They get to the the final for the East. Um, I want my Lakers to get back there. I really do. I want them to get to the final. I don't know if they have enough to get to the Western final, let alone the final. Um, The Clippers have really, really played well. Uh, but the Lakers are seven and three before the All Star, and the Clippers are seven and three. Suns were seven and three. Pelicans, Mavericks, um, Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves. I don't think they have enough pieces for a seven-game series. I don't think the th- I think the Thunder are still a little too young. Um, I think the Suns. They they have a super team. The Clippers have a super team. Um, I don't think the Mavericks. I don't think the Pelicans. I don't think the Kings. Uh, the Warriors, I don't think they're gelling enough as a team to get there. Uh, but, so I really think it's between the Clippers, Nuggets, Suns, and Lakers. But I got to make a decision here, and I'm on record saying this. You're on record for picking the Celtics to play Nuggets and the Celtics win it. Um I think if Chris Paul comes back and they're healthy with the Suns, because Chris Paul's you know been hurt, I think that Chris, I think the Nuggets will play the Suns in the Western Final, and I think the Suns beat them, but I think the Celtics won the championship.
2: Chris Paul's on the Golden uh, State Warriors. Or the Warriors. I, I'm so stupid. I'm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. I don't. Uh, I don't even been know on the phone why. For a very I, long
2: time, though,
1: <laughs> dude. I know I'm so dumb. I'm sitting here looking at it, and I'm looking at the injuries. I'm like, I, I don't know why. I. Uh, I'm getting text messages right now about this. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yes, people. I know. I'm a moron. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yes, then, I'm on record why, That's what I that. called into consideration, <laughs> too, because, you know, right after the All-Star, that's when that Golden State, Golden State team starts heating up. Cause yeah. Every year, they'll start off slow until the All-Star break, and then after that All-Star break, they turn into a whole different team.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And well, I don't
1: know. I know that this... – <clears throat> go ahead.
2: Won them so many championship game, championships.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's their year.
2: But I think, I don't I think they, they have, have it this year. Mm-hmm. I don't even have them going to the playoffs. Who's I, that? I, there, there's something off about that team. Who, who? The Warriors.
1: Yeah. Well. That, okay. So. With the Suns deal, Bradley Beal was hurt forever, and I know Chris Paul got hurt. I don't know how I got confused in there, y'all, but whatever it is, what it is, I got confused, and I'm, I spoke wrong, and whatever. The Warriors could make a late push if Chris Paul <laughs> gets healthy, but I don't think that they have enough chemistry with the clay issue, with with uh, Steph Curry, So, uh, but regardless, I still think the Suns, But, but again, if the Suns players can't stay healthy, I think you could see a Clipper team in there playing the Nuggets for the thing. I think the Nuggets over a seven-game series are just so big still. They've got the three through the five or six ten, you know. And it's tough to have those big bodies laying on you. But, again, I don't know, man. The, The Lakers were in the same spot they were last year, and everybody counted them out. Uh, and I said we would go to the, the Western Final, but nobody believed it. But I, I don't, I don't think they get there this year.
2: Um, well, hell, no one. Uh, I think who it's, was in the finals last year? Was it the Nuggets and
3: uh, mm-hmm. Golden State? No,
1: they're in the same conference.
2: Oh, look at me I, Nuggets, I mean. Celtics, was it? No. Or, uh,
1: Right, we might want to get off the basketball topic. We're more. I know, right?
2: Uh, <laughs> who, who did the Nuggets play last year?
1: <clears throat> they played. Uh, I thought it was the Celtics. Came up short, did they not?
2: It might have been. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I've been so. Stu- oh stu- no the
0: the Miami Heat.
2: Yes, it was the Miami Heat.
1: Yeah, because the Miami Heat got back there after uh, the bubble deal.
2: And I thought the Miami Heat was going to have the Denver Nuggets. Boy, was I wrong, because the Denver Nuggets team is just so big. Mhm. And Yep,
1: That's, yep.
2: And I think they kept the same players, too, so they're still big. Yep. And,
1: I mean you got Aaron Gordon, Zach. you got Aaron Gordon, uh Porter and uh Jokic that are all six ten or taller. And they all they all can shoot. Aaron Gordon's the less of the shooters in my opinion at times, but uh and then you got Murray, you know. But um you know, I I I, I, I don't know. It, basketball's it been weird. To, uh, Basketball's been weird. Um,
2: but it's basketball. But we both picked the it Celtics.
1: Happens. Yeah, we both picked the Celtics, but as it gets closer, we'll probably both switch our pick, or he may pick – because I can't pick the same one as him because that's no fun. But as right now, we're both picking the Celtics. So, uh, because if my Lakers get close, that sucker, pff, well, I- I'm definitely going. I'm riding with them. Um but the Clippers are playing so good, though, you know. Um, Clippers are dangerous, too. I just don't know. I just don't know about James Harden on that team uh, and Brick. Um Brick. Uh, you know, I just don't know. I don't well, know.
2: Speaking of the Lakers, do you know the Golden State Warriors – tried to trade for LeBron James?
1: Yes. And wow, a lot of people were like, whoa, if that would have happened,
2: that's a team that would have went
1: from, it would have been crazy. It would have been crazy if he had went there. It's uh, currently four minutes left with 188 to 166. So they're closing in on 200, the record of 196, I do believe.
2: Come on, Dame, hit four threes.
1: He just shot two from deep and missed. Um, so, all right, moving on, segueing into uh, UFC, but first, 110 Nation, I want to give you a shout-out. Appreciate you. Uh, Jared, behind-the-scenes producing, uh, Jason at 110 Nation, and uh, Blog Talk Radio and TJ, um uh, you know, the co-host here. uh, Appreciate y'all. Good looking out. Uh, And we are going to have either next Sunday or the following Sunday for episode five or episode six, we will have a YouTube channel up and we will be live from there streaming us. So if you want to come over and watch over there and comment and stuff like that, uh, you know, you're welcome. Uh, Also, we will take calls here in just a little bit before we end the show uh you know if you guys are new we run a 60 to 90 minute show and uh, we take callers towards the uh, end of the show you guys come up tell us what you disagree with uh call me out for being a moron and I don't know what teams people are on that's fine too um so but anyway um UFC 298 was last night and was headlined uh, by Siporia versus Volkanovsky. Uh, you know, Volkanovsky's been the champ for the last five years, the greatest, you know, 145-er, uh, in my opinion. Uh, and seporia KO'd him in the second round with two, with uh, 330, at the 330 mark of the second round, and Volk won the first round. Uh, but, um He's now fifteen and zero. to poor he is! He's from Spain. Um, uh, first champ from, to be from Spain. Uh, he's fifteen and zero with thirteen finishes now. Uh, hits like a Mack truck. Uh, Volk is asking for a rem- immediate rematch in Spain, uh, but Sean O'Malley is saying if he gets past Cheeto next month at two ninety nine, he wants he wants him in Spain. He, or uh, not Spain, he he wants uh uh you at the Sphere in September at the new, at the new, you know, place in Vegas, wherever. Yeah. That's lit up by LEDs, or whatever. So he, he says that makes the most sense, which that would be a 35 or, that'd be a champ champ deal
3: because
1: <clears throat> they're in different weight classes. Yeah. Um. Excuse me? But, uh, the the co-main uh, on that was uh, Whitaker versus Costa, number three versus number six. Uh, Co- Whitaker won by unanimous know, decision. Um, should be getting uh, close to uh, a title shot. Um, you know, n- who knows? Costa, it was a good fight. I mean, I think he almost knocked him out at the end of the first. Uh, but... Whitaker was your champ on that. Ian Gary beat Jeff Neal, number 10, versus number nine by split decision, which I don't agree with. And by the way, it is 200 to 176. First team to score 200 points in an all-star game. Was uh,
2: with 119
1: left. <laughs> so, if yeah, if there's any doubts that this, now it's 203 with another three. So, if there's any doubt that this game is absolutely absurd, uh, <laughs> you guys uh, make your, uh, you know, I think Dame Dollar is going to be MVP. Um, it's uh, one minute left with Halliburton dunking. But anyway, back to UFC. Um, you had Marab uh, versus Cejudo. Uh Marab was... It is the partner, he's number three versus number two Cejudo. You know, Cejudo retired as a champ champ, remember? And Ugh. he comes back and gets an instant title shot and gets beat by who? Aljamain Sterling, right? Aljo and Marab were best friends training partners, so they never would fight each other. Dana White was getting very irritated with both of them over this and said, you're holding up the division. Marab would only fight so-and-so. He was not going to you know, fight his friend. And um, so, Marab will face the winner, uh of uh and Cheeto uh uh after two ninety nine, whoever wins that. But that that's if 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 uh if Sugarshawn doesn't fight Taporia, you know, so who knows what's gonna happen with that, but yeah, Marab uh won and uh Suhudo has lost back to back losses after being retired, coming back after two years. He has not won in five years. Um so You know, I don't know why you keep... Because if Suhudo would have won, he would have been right back in the title shot, right? Like, I don't understand that. you retired. You came back as a champ champ. You you retired. uh, Or you were a champ champ. You retire. You take a year three off, come back, get beat by Aljo, the champ. Then you fight the number one contender, get beat. And it's like Suhudo just needs to hang her on up. And I appreciate Dana for this. Dana White said, well, you're not talking after the fight tonight because... Because he said something about if he lost to uh, Marab, he'd be retiring, leaving his clothes and the thing. He said, well, we've already done that. You've already had your chance to do that. Uh, we're not doing it again. So it's uh, Marab's night. He gets the mic. See you later, um, So he didn't get to talk much. And uh, now, really quickly, y'all, the East just beat them 211 to 186. That is the final of your 2024 all Star game. Uh,
0: that is Big
2: shout out to wow. Carl Anthony Towns for putting up fifty points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, your leading person, like you stated, was Big Cat with fifty three and seven. Uh, he's in the West. They lost so he won't be MVP. Uh, Jokic had 13. Uh, Shea Giltridge, uh he had 31. Durant had 18. Uh, Booker had 15. Curry had 16. George what? had 13. Huh?
2: Curry didn't shoot over 20? Did, who what? Did Curry didn't get over 20 points?
1: No, he had 16.
2: He must be tired from that three-point shootout last night.
1: No, he had 16 uh uh the the um, on the east side of the that one bam had three Damon Lillard had thirty nine Halliburton had thirty two uh Giannis had twenty three Tatum had twenty Jalen Brown had thirty six Barnes had sixteen Brunson twelve Maxie ten Mitchell nine so your M V P will be Lillard 39, six assists, three rebounds. Or they could give it to Tyrese Halliburton. That's that's where they're playing at is in Indy. 32, six assists, and seven rebounds. But we all know how this is going to work. And yeah. Halliburton was five, He made his first five threes, by the way, which is very in the beginning of the game. He was five, and then he went to assisting the ball. He could have kept. I mean, he went five, five you know, right off the bat. Uh, LeBron looks probably? like Lillard's. Uh, LeBron played, yes.
2: Oh, did really? okay. he? Okay.
1: Yeah, he played 14 minutes. He had eight, three, and four. I listed him by I listed everybody else that got ten or more.
2: Oh. Yeah, he
1: went eight, three, and four on 14 minutes. He ain't got time for all that. He ain't got time for all that. Um, whoever's texting me blowing me up, man. Um, And then the other fight uh, that I want to talk about real quick on the UFC was the last fight on the uh, uh, prelim before the pay-per-view. Number seven, Mackenzie Dern, uh, fought Amanda Lemos, and she lost by decision, which some people had her winning, but it was fight of the night. It was awesome. Mackenzie Dern was – oh, she – there's a couple of times I'm like, what are you – how are you even standing? I mean, just the heart that that girl's got. And, you know, uh, it, it, it was awesome. If you guys can go and find the Amanda Lemos versus Mackenzie Dern fight from last night, do it. Because it does not disappoint at all. <clears throat> um, and then Dana White talked on Conor McGregor. Will he be back uh, this – you know, the, the media – he's like, we don't know. Connor's got a movie in March. He's got to do all the pr- the press for that thing that's – you know, because it's going to be, you know, that uh, the Roadhouse movie, which, by the way, if you all haven't seen the trailer, you need to because that movie is going to be awesome. Um, well, so they, they, said had it, they it's, picked
2: up for Connor. They've been advertising it.
1: No, Connor advertised it. Connor said he uh. was coming back. Connor said he was fighting Chandler in July. No, that is not true. They and he was not going to fight in 300. That's that just, you know, they have no idea when he's coming back. They they, they have no clue. Uh, Connor said he wants to fight in 24. Uh, you know, Poria actually called him out and said, "I want you know Connor, where are you at?" So they could they could be like. You know, the Chandler deal, because Chandler wants that really badly, whatever. They could be like, well, Chandler, sorry for your boy. Uh, um, Taporia. But Dana said that's unrealistic because Taporia is a 145er, and he don't think Connor ever fights even at 55 again. Mm-hmm. So, because as big as he's gotten. But Taporia said he'd fight him at any weight, too. But Taporia could only probably realistically fight at, like, 55. I don't think he's big enough to, to fight 70 to where he'd be effective because he's not the biggest. He's like, you know, like five six or whatever, five four. But who knows with Connor. Who knows? Um so that's the UFC news I've got.
2: Hey Dame,
1: Dame Dame's your MVP, y'all.
2: Speaking of UFC, real quick, that uh Gracio and Shevchenko, have they done the rematch yet? No. They haven't? No, they have not. I'm waiting on that because that that, that was the he, night that John Jones fought, and that was the best fight of the night.
1: Uh, he was 11 of 23 from three.
2: They did fight again. Oh, uh,
1: since Grasso beat her,
2: Grasso beat her the first time. You know, took her belt away. Yeah. Then they fought again this year, and it was a draw. Oh, so it, he, it, okay.
1: Yeah, you're it, right.
2: It might need a trilogy. Yeah, too. I thought.
1: Right. Yeah, I. But I, I knew Grosso was still the champ. That's why. That's why I got. I didn't. I got registered. You know, I was just stuck on that.
2: Because I was like. Camp. I was, like, waiting to hear about the Gracio-Shevchenko fight again because Mm -hmm. the first one was so damn good. It took away from John Jones. The John Jones fight only lasted 30 seconds. I was like, what is going on? (laughs) And then, you know, I am still waiting on John Jones to heal up to see his uh, fight with uh, uh, Stipe Miocic
1: they they did reach out to John Jones uh for UFC 3 UFC 300
2: yeah
1: and uh Jones said I can't realistically because you know, he has that in that bad injury and he's like I would love to but I I just can't uh so they did try to you know uh, they've tried and tried and tried to get this UFC 300 which I'm getting ready to get the UFC 300 card for uh, the 299 card's coming up but uh, they said that he gave his to, – to the uh, Leon Edwards, uh, the champ at 70,
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, said that he wanted to, Dana White wanted to give him all the props in the world because every guy they called him on said, hey, you're fighting this guy. He said, okay. Then he called back and said, nope, that guy's out. Now you're fighting this guy. He was like, nope, that guy's – three opponents, they tried to book him for UFC 300, and all three of them, something came up to where – it wouldn't go through. And he said at any time and, – and all he said was yes every time. He didn't say, well, let me think about it. Well, maybe. Let me talk to my – you know, it was yes, yes, yes on all three times. But so he gave him his flowers and was like, hey, I appreciate you, you know, being whatever. Um, he didn't mention the guy's names, of course, that, uh, that couldn't make it work. But um, who knows what's going to happen with that. But uh, uh, UFC 299, in my opinion, is a better card than 300. Or more, uh, just for me, why you know I've been a fan since UFC's been around, and if you know things about up and coming fighters, and people who's been around, I, I like this card better than 300. Uh, it's headlined March 9th uh, by Sean O'Malley, Sugar Sean, love Sugar Sean versus Tito Vera. Uh, their rematch, Co Main Dustin Poirier versus Ben Benoit Saint denise that's going to be a banger. Benoit Saint-Denis is 13-1. and Y'all know Dustin Poirier. He's just a beast. Uh, Kevin Holland faces the free agent finally signed to UFC Michael Venom Page. That was 12-0. Um, Gilbert Burns versus Jack Della Mandela. Peter Yan versus Song Young Dong. So that's the main card. On the prelim, you got Curtis Blades versus Almeida. Kaylin Shook again versus Macy Barber. Macy Barber wins this fight. She's going to be fighting for a title. Just let you all know because I know. Garmont versus Rafael Dos Anjos. And then Pedro Munoz versus Kyler Phillips. That's on the prelim, on the early prelim. You got Michael Pereira versus, uh, I don't, a Russian guy, <laughs> uh, and then Joanne Wood versus uh, Laura, Lauren Murphy. Oh, that was canceled. So that's that. That's a that's a good that's a heck of a card, uh, you know. But there's a fight night next weekend. Uh, Brandon Moreno versus Brandon uh, Royval. Uh, Year Rodriguez versus Brian Ortega. Uh, Raul Raus Jr., that kid that's like 18 years old with no teeth or whatever, uh, he's on there. So that should be a good little uh, UFC fight night, one. them free fights. Then the next one is uh, a whole bunch of people. Uh, Umar Nogomedov's on there. He's 16-0. and 0. That's about the only guy worth a whatever. Uh, Tua on the next one. Ovin St. Preux on there. Uh, then the next fight night after that one is Amanda Riebos versus Rose Thug Rose Namajunas. Um, and then Chris Weidman versus Bruno Silvia is coming up. Sean Brady versus Vincent Lequie. Um, and then um, Marvin Vitor versus Brandon Allen. And then UFC 300, April 13th. The main event was announced last night, finally. Everybody's been waiting. It is a letdown. Alex Pieta versus Jamal Hill. It's -hmm. the main event. Jamal Hill, the champion at uh, light heavyweight.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Versus Alex Pieta, you know that just fought the guy that beat John Jones and then lost to John Jones, or uh,
0: yeah.
1: uh not Jones, uh, Um, Izzy, and then beat a Buck Holt, and then beat Yuri for the belt at at two o five. So. I guess Jamal Hill is he the is he Jamal Hill is he the uh uh is he the eighty fiver guy? I think he's eighty five. Oh he's the Yeah, so it's the two oh five versus the one eighty five guy. But but either way, He's a former. Um, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Who knows anymore? This, it's going off the rails, people. <laughs> I've, I've I've messed up all night, y'all. <laughs> um, but I'm not I'm not impressed with the that main event. You know what I'm saying? Of all the fights that are out there, uh, that's the main event for 300. But there are. Uh, Weili Zhang versus uh, Yan Zheozhan for the strawweight championship. Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway. That's probably going to be a banger. Uh, Charles Oliveira versus Armand. Uh, Yuri, the guy we're talking about, versus uh, Alexander uh, Rockick. Calvin Katar versus Aljamain Sterling. Bo Nickel versus uh, Brundage. Uh, Figueroa versus... Cody Garbrandt, Holly Holm versus Kayla Harrison is not fair. Kayla Harrison is going to destroy her. Um, Diego Lopez is on this. Jessica Andrade is on. Bobby Green versus Jim Miller. Like so, there are good fights on this card, but out of the names I mentioned, I think 299 is better. That's just my opinion.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I think 299 is better. Um, but. You
2: know. Well, I, I is like what to it touch, is. Uh, since we're in uh, talking about fights and all that, just for a quick second some boxing news. Uh, Anthony Joshua is facing uh, Francis and March ninth.
1: Correct.
2: So I'm looking like uh, forward to
1: that. It got moved.
2: Did it? Yes,
1: it got moved, didn't it? Get moved from uh, from the cut? Wasn't it? Wasn't it moved because of that? Or was it moved moved from February to March?
2: In Saudi Arabia.
1: Tyson Fury? No, uh,
2: Anthony Joshua. Oh, you're
1: Anthony Joshua versus Francis Ngannou. Okay, I was thinking Tyson Fury versus uh, Uh. you uh, Alex uh, Usyk.
2: No, is, this is March ninth, and they said something about it, if Anthony Joshua wins, it's going to set up a Tyson Fury match.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yeah. Because February was supposed to be Tyson Fury versus Usyk for the uh, undisputed, you know, to see who's the the man.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but but Tyson got a cut over his left eye. So they had a withdrawal and then the the Saudi Arabia over there said, Well, ten million dollars comes out of the person's personal account, whoever cancels again or whatever, or don't show or whatever. And I think it was moved to June or May. Let me look. But yes, that fight's gonna be awesome what you're talking about. That's gonna be that that's gonna be that's gonna be wild.
2: Yeah, I mean, he I'm didn't look good. bad. Javante uh, uh, Davis and uh, Devin Haney.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's another one. <clears throat> uh, just so I can correct myself, because I am a moron, again, for two times a night. They have both had belts on their shoulders, so I was confused. Is Pineda or uh, Hill the champ? And I'm like, it's not making sense because huh, Dracus duplessis just beat Sean Strickland for his 85 belt. Duplessis is the champion in 85, and my heavyweight is Pineda. He just beat Geary. They had an old photo, I guess, for them because on the fight card it has them both with the belt on. So then I'm thinking, well, that's probably the draw then because they both have a belt, right? So they could be a champ champ. But no, it was an old photo. So that's my bad, y'all. My bad. Because I'm like, no, 185 is not either one of them guys because Drake has won. Um, But moving along, moving along. I'm a moron, whatever. Um, we uh, The phone lines are open if anybody wants to call in. Uh, But... NFL news, uh, go, talk about some NFL stuff.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, I'd like to start that off with the uh, uh, sending our thoughts and prayers to uh, Kansas City, uh, Missouri with the uh, Chiefs Parade shooting happened. happened. Uh, you had two people dead and 22 more that were injured. More than half of those 22 were children, so we to send our thoughts and prayers to everybody out there and their families.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I don't need adding to that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just tragic, you know. Um,
2: I mean, come to find out you know, it was two minors that did it. Uh, right. Um, it's, uh, but, all, um, it's awful. But, uh... It
1: does show you. yeah
2: the day and age we live goes, in now, I guess. Goes to show you, uh, man. Uh, when he, Jimmy Garoppolo gets a you know, two-game suspension for uh, performance-enhancing substance as well.
1: <clears> huh? <throat> Jimmy G with a two-game suspension for PEDs, huh? Yep.
2: Wow. Uh,
1: now, he was injured, right?
2: He was injured, and... Either he was okay. injured or he was just sucking it up. They put their rookie quarterback in.
1: Okay. But was well, he recovering still? And when he came back in, because people do use uh, different uh, human growth hormone, tr you know, testosterone replacement therapy. They use, uh, 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 I'm drawing a blank on the word, um, but anyway, they to to get healthy quicker, and was it still in the system possibly from that injury that he took during? Or did they really come out and say what it was? Or
2: know, I, I didn't read on what they said it was. They never said. But mm. it's February, and I think he was injured, and in, I don't know how long that stuff stays in your system. Because I want to say he got injured in November. Maybe. Okay. So, I, I wouldn't think it stays in your system the past thirty days after you quit taking it. But so maybe he was still taking it. Yeah. I, yeah. I
1: don't know. I don't. I. I don't know why. What, I mean, I don't know what he had in his system.
2: Um, I mean, he was supposed to be this big hype quarterback. because he sat behind Tom Brady all these years? But, um, he hadn't lived up to the hype.
1: Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why yeah, he got outplayed
2: taken. by the last pick of the draft, Brock Purdy.
1: <laughs> why did he? Why did he only get? Why did he only get two games? I thought it was four games off the bat. For if you messed up off that stuff.
2: There was just a little trace of it in the systems. Oh, because everybody else I've seen either gets a four or six game suspension. Hmm. So the policy violation is said to be related to Garoppolo Garoppolo using a prescription medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption from the league. So yeah. Garoppolo will not appeal to suspension.
1: A source that said the Raiders are expected to release the grapple before the fifth day of the new league year in mid-March. Mm. Uh, back to the Chiefs really quickly. Uh, the Chiefs pick up option on Chris Jones, retain right to franchise tag star. Jones gets paid $4.25 million in, in incentives. Uh, on the Chiefs made the decision to pick up the option contract, which both pays. Uh, Jones 4.25 he earned since it also gives the club the right to place the franchise tag on him. If he's not tagged, the Jones, then Jones will have free agency. The window to exercise this option was seven days after the Super Bowl. Jones, of course, held out for 51 days in all-says due to contract situation, even missed regular season opener against the Lions. Jones didn't get an extension, but returned to the team after modifications were made to his deal with incentives that gave him the ability to earn more money in 2023. Jones said, the Chiefs Super Bowl parade that he's not going anywhere and he wants to be uh, Chiefs for a three-peat, who turns 30 in July, is projected to sign a three-year $85 million, which carries a $28.4 million ad. The hypothetical contract would make Jones the second-highest defensive tackle behind Donald or second-highest paid defensive end by Bosa. Uh, now that the Chiefs have the right to franchise tag him, it's something to watch. Franchise tag projects to be thirty-two million because of how the one hundred and twenty percent of the prior year salary provisions work. While he missed the game, he ended up with ten and a half sacks, twenty-nine QB hits, thirteen tackles for a loss. So they don't have money long term to give him thirty million a year, but they're gonna give him one year for thirty-two. I Make it make sense, people.
2: <laughs> It'll make sense. Um, make it make sense, people. They don't even get. got the um, money to uh, the offer. They're gonna have to probably restructure Patrick Mahomes' contract. I mean, that's what happens when you pay a quarterback over five hundred million dollars.
1: Yeah, I know, they, but they moved all that money, though, you know, so I don't know. Um, good for them. Glad they were able to keep him. That's a huge re-sign outside of that. They have some other ones they need to figure out. They have some corners. and some linebackers, but that was their biggest one. Uh, uh, if you uh, – the number, y'all, if you want to call in is uh, uh, 718-664-9861. And um, our producer, Jared, will uh, patch you through. Um, I got a text message. Somebody said they are trying to call in and they don't know how to talk or they can't get through or something. I don't know. Um, Ethan, you there? Hello? Hey. Hey. Yep. Are you there, Ethan?
2: Hello? Yeah,
1: TJ. You still here?
2: Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. You're
1: you're Ethan, you're on. You're good.
0: Well, you're good. I saw the
1: time that um, calling
0: talking about my KC Chiefs. <laughs> right. Hey, we didn't say nothing bad. No. I know. I know.
2: Um That's the next show we're gonna say
1: something bad. <laughs> um and just to button up a couple of things real quick, uh, Steelers um, are favored, apparently, from things I've been reading, to get Russell Wilson from the Broncos. Uh, whatever. Good for them. Uh, Titans add 10 new assistant coaches. They retain 11 others. Brian Callahan, the coach, says that Williams, the defensive coordinator, can run the defense how he wants. Uh, and Nick Holtz is the offensive coordinator. And the head coach is glad to have his dad, Bill, on the staff.
2: Yep, Bill Callahan, one of the greatest offensive line coaches ever coached the game. So it's a good thing to have him. But, um, but you need help. Have they hired a new coach?
1: Have they hired what?
0: A new head coach.
1: Yeah, they hired a new head coach.
0: Who is it? uh,
2: Former offensive coordinator of Cincinnati Bengals, Brian Callahan.
1: Yeah, Brian Callahan. His dad, Bill, is on the staff as well. That's why I was just uh, saying him. Brian Callahan gave uh, uh, Denard Williams, the defense coordinator, full control of the defense and Nick Holtz full control of the offense. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. All vacancies have been filled to my knowledge.
2: Yeah, and you know who didn't get a job? Mike Rapel. or Bill Belichick,
1: <laughs> or Belichick, or <laughs> Belichick. Yeah, yeah. So, Ethan, what is what's your take on that? What do you think about them franchising for thirty-two versus signing for three for twenty-eight
0: for Chris Jones? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know you know this more than anybody, but I'm, I'm big on letting Chris Jones go. But I personally think that if we're going to sign him, I think we should keep our franchise tag for somebody else. And just like, if we want him, we might as well just sign him to whatever we're going to give him. Like, we don't have money anyway. Mm. hmm Right. Well so that's, that's
3: my dilemma.
0: That's my,
1: that, yep, that's my dilemma. Why if we got 32 million, we're going to give you 32 for one year, and say we three peat okay? Next year they can't franchise him. They can't do nothing. He will be willy-nilly see you, say he has a 20 sack season, 20 tackles for a loss, 29 QB hits, he's going to want 35, 40 million a year. You going to let him walk then? You know what I'm saying? Like, so why not sign him for – he's 30 years old. Sign him for the three for 28. But I guess they can't because the back-end money that they don't have for, for the three years. So um, I think it's one of those things that he was the one – it came down to all the guys that you have that are free agents because you have a bunch of them on defense. Um, that was the main one to figure a deal out or whatever, um, and let all the other ones potentially maybe walk, go out, you know, because you guys have been drafted pretty good over the last several years, um, you know, and trading some guys here and there. But, um, so, I I don't know.
2: know, Why why put all your eggs in one basket on one guy when you got a lot of good defensive players that are free agents that you're going to let walk?
0: Mm -hmm. That's my biggest thing. I would rather to keep three or four solid key defensive players to keep one Chris
2: Jones. Because you pay him all that money, what's to say he stays healthy all year?
0: Yeah. And then we, well, can't, get, we it, can't get Tranquil back. We can't get Willie Gay back. We can't get any of that. We sign yeah. a guy like he's the greatest
2: D-tackle of all time.
1: Yeah. Tranquil, they, Gay, they, all your they, linebackers. You know what? <clears throat> sorry, TJ, go ahead. It, it me personally,
2: out. if I was the Chief, I would let Chris Jones walk. And keep all my other quarter pieces because you can pick up another one. Like you said, they've been drafting good, so you can pick up another young defensive tackle that's hungry.
0: I mean, we saw Mike Pannell too, which is he's kind of young.
2: Ish.
1: Well, let me ask you this: What is wrong with doing what? What is was it in baseball? Don't they release or, or basketball? They release you and then resign you to a different. Co- Why couldn't they do that with this deal?
0: Does the NFL not
1: have that uh, availability?
0: He's technically a free agent, so he's not in the contract currently.
1: Well, why not let him walk then? And then if you guys are both on a verbal agreement when it's time to – when you have – because I know it's not open now or whatever. When that time comes, say, hey, all right, well, we can't – we're not giving you 32 because why would you hang – like he did this year. He sat a game out in the beginning. He was mad about his contract. But now you won a Super Bowl and you went back-to-back. Now you – now you're like, all right, cool. I'm cool to play for thirty million to to take a chance to win a ring. I mean, I don't. I, it's all I'm kind not of
0: goofy. Taking a less contract than people expect, but that's really, like you said, that's about how much does he want to win? You know, yeah. we'll find out. Well, my really thing is, is really about money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Letting go. Reese, I said, hey, bud, we'll give you ten million for one year. But if you get twenty sacks or what, you know how they put numbers in there for more bonuses. We can yeah. get you thirty million, but you've got to work for the twenty. We'll give you ten, and then next year we'll be able to sign you for two or three years for that twenty or for that eighty million. I I I don't know. It's just. Um, you ain't gonna
2: want to play for the ten million.
1: Well, that's what—that's yeah. why I agree with what Ethan just said, though. Are you trying to play for money or are you trying to play for a ring? Because, in my opinion, you got $10 million dang dollars. You can get 20 more dang dollars. That's 30 if you get your sacks, if you get your tackles for a loss. You know, uh, like Gronk one year, he needed one more catch for a million-dollar bonus. And he went to uh, Brady on the sideline and said, hey, I need one more catch, man. I need one more catch for that million. And they group a play and got him the next catch, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, i like so,
2: I'm just yeah. saying, if I was the Kansas City Chiefs, I would let him walk.
0: Because mm-hmm. you don't have. To yeah. defense, but like, like, like you guys have been saying, at the end of the day, it's either you're going to get him back or you're going to lose four other people. Mm-hmm. It's just really what they want. Okay.
1: Yeah. So. So, and most of your people are on the defensive side. Like, we we mentioned this after the – we did this on episode uh, three. We were talking about uh, the free agents uh, that you guys have compared to the Niners and other teams. Uh, So, like, you've got the guy that, in my opinion, I told you that I am – you convinced me about this guy, Alan Gretty, your offensive lineman that stepped up for the first all-team, all-pro or whatever. Yeah. The guy that went down and got hurt and this Nick Allen Gretti guy showed up and showed
3: out for the playoffs. Like I mean, bro
0: quarter. He did what? He tore his uh U C L in the first quarter and played the rest of the Super Bowl with it.
1: Dude, he played Lights out the entire playoffs since he stepped in for uh uh what's his name? Uh your guys' all team first team all pro. And and from what I from what I've heard, you're gonna let that guy walk and keep Allen Gretti. Which hey, he played lights out. So Alan Grady's your he's a free agent. Blake Bell your tight end, Dion Bush your safety, Mike Dana your defensive lineman, Mike Edwards your safety, Edwards Delaire, your running back, Blaine Gabbert your quarterback, Willie Gay Jr. linebacker, McCall Hardman, Richie James, Chris J- well not Chris Jones now but Jarek McKinnon, uh, Nanati, Devin Smith, Gener- well, Jerry. Uh, Need Townsend, your punter, Tranquil, your linebacker, Warthin, your defensive lineman, Winchester, your long snapper, uh, restricted free agent is Jody Forsen, Herring, and uh, Winago, or how do you say his name, offensive lineman. And then you have an exclusive right free agent, Caliendo, Cochran, and Johnson. That's a ton of free agents. And yeah. out of all those names, you can't tell me Snead, uh, uh Tranquil, Warthin, Dana, all these guys' names, I, like, are big-time players. You know what I'm saying? Willie Gay Jr. Yeah. Michael Hartman won you the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, I know some of these guys you could probably let walk. Like, Blake Bell was all right, but you could let him walk. Edward DeLair, you could let him go. Because uh, you got Pacheco,
3: but and
1: your other running back, he's a,
0: wait, he's a he's
1: a he's a he's a free agent as
0: well. Yeah, but um, well, McKinnon, over his career has proven that he's he he wants to win rings, so I believe that he'll we'll get him.
1: Tommy I mean, Townsend's a good punter, bro. Um,
0: yeah, he can't let Townsend
1: go. Um, but you've got Sneed, Tranquil, and Gay. In my opinion are big guys if they leave. Yeah. Sne sneak 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 kept your guys as, in my opinion was your secondary. Like he he may he when y'all were having those up and down moments through the year, he really was like the guy that kept y'all together in my opinion. Time. Yeah. So uh um, unless
0: something I've been hearing over Chiefs like news, and I want to hear your opinion. Back on the Chris Jones topic, they're talking about, you know how they're saying, like, tag him? Like, franchise tag him? Mm-hmm. People are thinking that the Chiefs may tag him and then trade him. Huh. For one, because it's funny, and for two, now they get something out of him. Instead of just him being a free agent, he goes wherever he wants, you franchise tag okay. him, and you did Devonte Adams. That's exactly what the Packers did with Devonte Adams.
1: Mm. T.J., you can address that first.
2: <laughs> Devontae Adams? They're tagging Devontae Adams? Is that what I heard?
0: No, it they want to... It, it was it breaking
2: was, up a little bit. I didn't get the whole thing. Oh. I said
0: the fans are talking about the Chiefs franchise tagging Chris Jones yeah, and then trading him so they can get something out of him instead of just... He's currently just a free agent. Yeah. So he can just go anywhere.
3: Well, from
2: what I just read, they said they don't plan on franchise tagging him.
0: Well, that's interesting.
2: Yeah, they said that they, um, they expected the franchise tag Chris Jones. So I don't know. I don't know where they're going to get all this money from to sign him to a contract. But that tells me they're going to make out a, a three-year deal for him or something, and let some players walk, like Legereus Knee, because Legereus Knee wants to be paid. He did not said it.
1: Yeah, he does seem like that kind of guy.
2: <laughs> he came out after the Super Bowl, and he said, pay he, me.
0: There, you want. See wants his money.
2: So Legereus Knee yeah. likely will not be a Chief next year. Right. Yeah. But the
1: thing is, you know, with Andy <laughs> Reid and stuff – we have McDuffie. Yeah, you guys really. will draft somebody.
2: Yeah. De, Devontae Adams is going to be a Jet next year.
0: Well, that's impossible unless they trade him. i going to trade him. I'd be – I'd be that, – That would be wild. But I do think Bakhtiari is going to be a Jet.
1: I don't care who goes there. They're not going to win anything. No. I said it last year, and I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Um, You know. Um, So the Chiefs have uh, the 32nd pick in the first round, the 64th in the second, the 95th in the third, the 133 in the fourth, the 158 in the fifth, and the 172 in the fifth. They have six picks. Uh, Which is the most Like always. Yeah, Andy Reid will. uh, He'll figure it out. If guys leave, he'll figure out where to plug who. He's kind of like the Belichick thing, man. Like they grab these players that are middle of the run of the pack draft picks or players on other teams, and then they just work. I mean, um, it is what it is. Um, So, um, you know, we got three minutes left. you know, the, the Titans, back to the Titans really quickly. Uh, the Titans need to figure stuff out. Um, you know, your your squad, TJ, I, I think they're in a lot of trouble if they don't figure out what they're going to do. Uh, I, I they've just got read, Hopkins one more year.
2: I, I just read something that, you know, out of all the football stands, the stadiums and NFL, the Titans fan, all the fans and everything, the Titans fans were the most drunk all year last year.
1: Any rights we Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: tough season.
1: <laughs> and
2: but <laughs> we got DeAndre Hopkins one more year. I don't think after that year, next year they re-sign him, unless he has this fucking amazing, freaking amazing season. Right? Puts up eighteen hundred yards and twenty touchdowns. Um. I can see I him going after T. Higgins, but if anything, they need to address that offensive line because that offensive line is trash. It is one hundred percent garbage. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. What do you think about Derrick Henry? Do you think they resign him or do they let him go? I think they let him go. What do you think? Is your team? What do you think your team should do?
2: I mean, obvious. I mean, re-sign Derrick Henry because mm-hmm. he's a offensive piece that fits in anybody's offense, no matter what. But you can offer Derrick Henry $20 million, but he he's then said that his all-time goal is he wants to win a Super Bowl. He is not going to win a Super Bowl in Tennessee.
1: Yeah. You know, Derrick Henry was number two in rushing with 1167 behind Christian McCaffrey with 280 attempts. McCaffrey had 1459 on 272 with 14 touchdowns. Derrick Henry had 12, so he's still he, he, he's still a top run. You know, still. Uh,
2: I um, mean, we'll see what happens. I could, could be completely wrong. He'll resign, but. I see him going to either Dallas or the Ravens. And if he goes to the Ravens, it's going to hurt a little bit more because, you know, we have that Ravens rivalry. But
1: You know, if he goes to Dallas, man, could you imagine him down there with that offensive line they've got?
2: I can, but when he gets to the playoffs, they'll just fumble every year like they do.
1: <laughs> right. I was going to say, but once they get there, they're not really gonna—they're okay. not going to do much. So,
2: <laughs> Dak Prescott is not the answer.
0: That's a great statement.
1: you've got Tannehill, Derrick Henry, uh, Autry, uh, your linebacker Al Sh- Shaheer. Yeah. Um. Uh, Bunting, Edmonds, Fulton, uh, Chris Moore, wide receiver; Westbrook, wide receiver; uh, tackle Chris Hubbard, Westco Levin, Joe Jones, linebacker; Marlon Davidson, tackle; Black uh, Blacklock, tackle; uh, Kayvon Wallace, uh, Trock Morton, tackle; Chestnut, McClendon, Gibbons, and Williamson, all free agents. Unrestricted.
2: Gibbons is going to be re-signed. Murphy Button is going to be re-signed. Uh, Fulton uh, can go to the free agency for all I care. Uh, <laughs> Autry will be re-signed. Tannehill will be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah. Um, That's his top five. So,
1: Pittsburgh what do you um what okay guys listening I know we usually run sixty nine minutes but we have a two hour block. We will tighten things up here in a minute, but so we're running over a little bit uh so I hope you guys don't you know hope you uh t j and ethan that's good, but if you guys gotta get out i get it uh but uh, who do you so what do you think as far as right now? I know Eden's going to pick the Chiefs to go back and win. Okay, we get that. Uh, um, so, who, so, just based on I know it's you can't call it realistically because there's free agents, yada, yada, yada. You know, I did the – last week I told you guys who opened up as the favorites and who was whatever, but who do you guys project to see in the uh, Super Bowl? Um uh, First question, so who who do you guys think that's going to be back in the Super Bowl? And who do you think will be the most improved team? And so the first question is Super Bowl teams and who will win it. Second question, who will be the most improved team? And who will be the team that you thought would be good but, but flopped, so your flop team? And, uh, Ethan, you can go first.
0: All right, so – of course, you think that you know I'm going to pick Chiefs, but I will give For you sure. another team. If Chiefs don't make it, I will give you this other team. I do think got that you. down, I think that the Cincinnati Bengals can 100% get back. Okay. Their players got more experience. They get Joe Burrow back. I don't know. I just think that's a scary team mm-hmm. in the AFC. And then the second question, the most improved team. I'll probably go
1: with. No, Chicago. but hang on. The no, Super Bowl. Who do they play? Who does the, Who does the Bengals play?
0: Who Who would the Bengals play?
1: Yeah. Who's your teams? Who's your two teams to get to the Super Bowl, and who's your winner?
0: I'm gonna go 49ers to Forty ers and get back. Okay. Like you said last week, you're reading off those free agents. I didn't even realize that when I was listening. I was like, they're not really losing anybody. Like that team is only gonna get better. But again. Do I think that, if I think if it ends up being the Bengals and the 49 Nineers, I don't think the Point I think the will lose again. I just think I, don't know. <laughs> I think you're one of those teams of cowboys, the Cowboys that
1: they're, they're the they're the new age Bills. Yeah. Go to the, go to the super like like the 90s, go to all these Super Bowls and lose them.
0: Yeah, you ain't lying about that. All right.
1: So yeah, so now so so who's your
0: who's most your, your most improved? Chicago Bears, and I, I feel like that's not... I think it has to be the Bears. They have
3: two the, top TJ defense, might
0: agree with you on that. And they weren't really that, that bad this year. They weren't terrible. They haven't been terrible. They have good players on offense and on defense. They have... They just hired a pretty good offensive coordinator, I would say. They just revamped their whole staff. And honestly, I would... I know I know this is like another topic of discussion probably for another day but I do think that they should keep Justin Fields because Yeah. I would be good. <laughs> I was what saying, I, say. I know TJ good.
3: <laughs> That's what I say. That's Fields
0: good. He just uh, a right. I, I
3: uh, All
1: right, so you got them so you got them as your most improved. Who's your no. who's your flop uh team? flop team?
0: Los Angeles Chargers. Oh. I, I hate the I, whole narrative by uh, Jim Harbaugh. He's not good. <laughs> He's, he will never yeah. be good. That's,
1: that's a good point. That's a good point to add to that because they're going to have such high expectations.
0: That team sucks.
1: Of.
3: I hate
0: to say it, but, like, at the end of the day, you look at the roster, like, they weren't good this year. Okay, they, they were missing Justin Herbert but they're old. They're not young. They're not a young team. They're kind of like the Titans, okay? They had that good year, and then they fell off a little bit because they got old. They got rid of people. They brought in older people, which made no sense, but I don't know. I just I don't I don't like it. Everybody thinks Jim Harbaugh is going to be the saving, you know, light and shining armor coming in here. I just, I don't believe right. it. So, we
1: got uh, I think we got a new, somebody new joining, uh, but while he's while uh, Jared's passing him through, uh, what uh? So who do you TJ? Who do you got? Who do you guys your Super Bowl teams? Who's your winner, most improved, and your flop?
2: Okay, so my Super Bowl teams, I wanna say AFC the Baltimore Ravens finally get over the uh, hump and get into the Super Bowl, and I think the NFC team is going to be. The Lions. I think it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens and the Lions next year, with ultimately the Lions beating the Ravens. Okay. My most improved team, I'm going to have to disagree with Ethan, because I think the most improved team is going to be the Chargers. Okay. I like Jim Harbaugh. He brought that Michigan team, rebuilt it tournament and national championships. He's done it with the 49ers, Mm -hmm. took them to a Super Bowl as well against his brother. Okay. And he has the pieces. And I hear a little rumor that Saquon Barkley is going to be going to the Chargers too, so
3: it's a little interesting. uh,
2: And then my uh, team that actually comes out and flops this year. Yeah.
3: I think
0: it's gonna be the Bills. Oh, wow. nice! That's a bold statement. We're gonna to have to write that one down in that <laughs> a notebook. the notebook. <laughs> That's on the record. <laughs> That's on the, the record. Old. I
2: think it's gonna be the Bills because I don't, uh, I don't know. Josh Allen wasn't him. He had a lot of touchdowns this year, but he also threw a lot of interceptions as well. And. <laughs> We don't know the outcome of what's
1: going to happen with Stephon Diggs
2: either. Oh wow! So Stephon Diggs. oh uh, we sure?
1: got a new. We got a new. We got a new caller. I think. Uh, what's your name?
3: Yeah, what's up, y'all? This is Naj. What's going on?
1: Hey, how's it going?
3: Going alright, man. Hey, hey, dude, I'm doing best ball fantasy football for next year, so I'm just as much a ridiculous football person as y'all are doing predictions for the Super Bowl early. So I'm right with that. I'm with that energy all day.
1: All right. So since you heard us talking about that, uh, TJ, so TJ finish your statement, what you were just saying, and then we want to, and then I want to hear, uh, uh, Naj, right? Is that your name? Yes, sir. Okay. And then I want to hear your your pick. So TJ, uh,
2: well, with the bills, I don't, I don't, I don't think they keep Stefan Diggs. Um, and so we don't know the outcome between that. Josh Allen had an off year. Everybody in the NFL had an off year this year, and uh, I don't even think the Bills make the
3: playoffs.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna leave it with that. Wow.
1: So that, that's a, that's a period dot dot. So yeah. Um. All right. So that's gonna be a tough act to follow there. So you so. Uh, Nash, who you got going to the? So who you got going to the Super Bowl? Who you got winning it?
3: Who is your most improved and who's your flop? Okay, so I know this is gonna sound generic and you know whatever. Uh, I'm going with the chalk pick of the past two years. I'm sorry, bro. I know what you said about Josh, but give me this Buffalo-Dallas matchup finally happening. Finally, Dak gets over the hump and Josh gets over the hump. Dallas Cowboys, Buffalo Bills, Super Bowl, Josh Allen, Super Bowl MVP. He gets a ring. Nice.
1: Nice. That's where I'm going with it. I like it. I
3: like it. But I agree with him so much I'm going to go ahead and use it. As far as sleeper, uh, I think the the Chargers are not that far away. Uh, You get a healthy Mike Williams. Uh, Keenan Allen, healthy more games. You get a running back in there because Harbaugh loves to run. Uh, I say the Chargers, they're my surprise team. And my disappointment, uh, I'm going to go with the rookie of the year this year, C.J. Stroud and Houston, Texans. I think they slip a little bit because I think Indy is much closer than people think in that terrible division that is the AFC South. So, yeah, give me Houston slipping a little bit. Okay.
1: Okay. Wow. And, and you know what? I, I, and I love the, I love everything you just said. And actually, all three of y'all. I mean, awesome. Uh, the indie comment I can get behind, and I can get behind CJ having an off year. I think that that division, if Tennessee could figure it out and do their draft the way they should and sign some stuff. That could be a crazy division because it almost turned into a crazy division, uh, you know, with Jacksonville being nine and eight, Indy being nine and eight, Houston being ten and seven. So, um, the Dallas Buffalo Super Bowl that that's 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 wild, and that that hey, I, who knows? Because this year was the year of the injury with quarterbacks, uh, but. <laughs> Um so with mine with with my Super Bowl picks uh I'm kind of like with with Ethan here on the whole if I'm not picking Kansas City, you know, because they are the reigning whatever uh back-to-back, you know, if I'm not picking them um out of the AFC I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um but they've got to address their offensive line. They have got to fix that. Uh, if not, then I think they may – if they get – I mean, they may get close and get beat in the AFC game. Who knows? But I think they've got to do some drafting. Uh, they've got to address that line. But I think that Cincinnati uh, gets it done, and I think that they play the Detroit Lions. Um, and I think the Bengals win it. So – I think it's Bengals versus Lions. Um and as far as most improved um the the charger thing I get completely um for you guys picking that uh Chicago, Ethan you picking them. I I, I completely get it. Um you know, but I think the most improved team is going to be the Washington commanders. That's who I think will be um the most improved.
2: Damn, um, I, just, I never would have thought that. <laughs> I, like
1: I, I just you know, the the, the acquisitions that they're making, the people that I'm reading that they're going after, um, you know it, you know, another one another one that could be really crazy with Bilichek being gone Who knows what that team's going to do? So the Patriots could come out of left field and who knows what. Uh, But my flop team, my flop team is going to be Dallas. I think that, yeah, I think that they've had enough of these runs where they're, you know, 11, 12, 13 wins. They get whatever. I think it's going to be like a couple years ago, like it was called the NFC Lease, got a good chance of being that, except for Philly running away with the division. Um, So,
3: but who knows, right?
1: That's Um, that's
3: fair. For for what Dallas did in that that playoff game, that's fair. But I I just think they're really good defensively, and they didn't show that in that Green Bay game, and Dak was pressing – and he lost that game in the first half when they needed points and he didn't put them up. The second half stuff didn't matter. But you put them in that scenario ten times, did they perform that badly? I don't think so, man. I, I and I'm not a Cowboys fan, so y'all know I'm not doing this. I'm not doing a like a bit like a Cowboy thing. No, I, I, I just sure. think this they're they're close.
1: Yeah. But see, the great thing about football, what I love about it, it's not like the NBA. You don't get seven games. You don't get baseball three games, five games. You get one. You don't get those ten. So I agree with you. If they had ten, yeah. But I, don't th- I think it's time. Here's the problem. Dallas does win Super Bowls, would have already had one, if Jerry Jones would get the hell of the way. Jerry Jones is the problem. That's, that's, just, that's just my opinion on that. And it's, I've, I've said this for years. Uh, but Jerry's the issue. Jerry puts all that pressure. You know, they already have enough pressure. But Dak, I don't think him making the comment, Dak will go as far as he takes us. Well, you, that, you just seen how far he takes you. So that's a pretty dumb comment he made about his own quarterback. But um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think that, I think that uh, Jerry Jones and Dak went somewhere. Heck, who knows what that team does?
2: I don't know. And I think they move on. Um, to be honest with you.
1: You know. Um who 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 really knows. Uh oh, uh, so what what state are you from?
3: Oh, I'm in Georgia, man. Yeah, I'm in Atlanta. Georgia. So, okay. Yeah, cool. you already know. Yeah. Cool. Curse Yeah Curse football yeah. franchise. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, no, we
1: uh I got a couple uh good friends from uh right outside of Atlanta. Um so they, one of them, I thought, was going to join in right before we, we ended. But, uh, but yeah, we, we appreciate you coming on, man. Um, did you find us on Blog Talk, or how how'd you find us?
3: Yeah, I saw you guys on Blog Talk, and I listened for a little bit before I came in. So, like, okay, this okay. is right up my alley. Uh, and can I yeah. ask, are you guys doing, like, uh, underdog ball, or fantasy football? Are y'all doing any of the early stuff now?
1: No, uh, to be honest with you. So, so uh, TJ, my co-host here. Uh, we, this is our fourth episode, and uh, we're we're not sure. Like we do stuff like that, like of course privately or whatever on our own. But we don't. We we haven't really discussed any much of that. Just to be honest with you, uh, we 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 honestly just been getting on here and uh, winging it. You know, like just having a good conversation and seeing where it goes. But but yeah, that that's yeah, something he, I think that we we'd be interested in.
3: Yeah. Well, you guys are doing a good job, man. Because like I said, I was listening, it was entertaining and interesting. So that's why I called in. But yeah, man, the, the quarterback stuff, like, dude, it, it's so much. Okay, let me let me put this out there. And again, I'm a big mouth person, so don't take this personally as as me talking too much. I'm a talker. If since knowing what we know now, if Cincinnati starts Jake Browning for the first three or four games and lets Joe Burrow heal instead of putting him out there where he, you know, could barely move, what kind of bangles season would we have had last year? I'm here. Uh,
1: Tony, are you on the show? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Hey, how are you? You're right. Can uh, you still with
2: us? If if they didn't start Burrow and just let him heal for a few for yeah, I
3: mean,
2: Bengals season would have been totally different, I think.
3: I, I do gotta say I think the I mean, the Atlanta Falcons are gonna win the Super Bowl. Come on, man. Come on, man. You ain't gotta do that. Here's thing. my Georgia here, here's my Georgia
1: here's my other Georgia guy. I knew he, he's a rider die hey, everything Atlanta. Braves, uh Georgia Bulldogs College, I mean everything. <laughs> Hey, we got oh, a new so he had
3: his heart broken in a million different ways. I understand. <laughs> uh, but to your coach. question,
1: oh, yeah, you did get a new coach. But to your question, yeah, I, I agree with both of y'all. I, I, who knows what that would have done. But speaking of quarterbacks and all the injuries, um, what, do, what do you guys think? Uh, and, Ethan, I'll give you the opportunity to to – have the floor for a second before we end because we ain't got about, about ten minutes left. But what do you think as far as the turf versus grass? Do you think that it it goes that direction, or do you think it doesn't have, or do you think it has that much of a play like everybody's saying?
3: I think
0: it has a huge play to be honest. I I actually just wrote like a ten page essay about this last semester in college. But. Okay. I I think that the statistics and, you know, I think that it's evident that there's definitely an effect. I don't okay. know if it really has an effect on, like, some of these quarterbacks, like, hurting, like, their shoulders and all that. I don't really know about that. But, like, ankle injuries, knee injuries, for sure. I mean, you just you saw a dude jumping on the sideline, getting himself hyped up, tears Achilles during the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. really just being on the sideline.
1: But I heard that injury on Achilles because I, I know a guy personally that has popped both within a year apart of each other, and the doctor told him that that injury, everything has to be lined up perfectly at the same time, and you and it and it just, you know. It's, but, yes, I I don't know if it has to do with turf or grass, but I heard that's just a weird, crazy Achilles tear. It's just a weird injury in itself as a whole. Um, yeah. And as far as the shoulder thing, they're saying, like, you know, basically put – a mat down on concrete, what it's like getting tackled and your shoulder hitting the turf. So, um, But next episode, if you want to come back on, Ethan, and talk about that paper you wrote and your more insight on that, I'd love to have you back on uh, and uh, discuss more, like the, what you wrote out, the thesis of it, stuff like that. So, um, For sure. But I appreciate your input on that. Uh, so now, Naj, what what do you think? What, what's your opinion on the the turf versus grass?
3: Yeah, I think this is a simple decision. Like, if you're going to give a guy, a quarterback, $200 million, why would you put him on a surface that's possibly dangerous, that could possibly derail your season by them missing just a few games? As we saw in the playoff race this year, you get a starter out for two or three games, that could change everything. So, to me, hey, man, go ahead and pay for the grass. You know, you're know the NFL, you, get the, you got the biggest TV deals out there, you're constantly pulling in money, spend a little bit of it uh, stop being so cheap. go and pay for that grass and the maintenance of it right right okay
1: um, what's your take on the turf versus grass?
3: My take is that they they need they do need to have uh
1: turf, so you're picking
3: turf, yep. Okay,
1: um, you know, because what what was it? Because grass, what? It <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: oh, Tony, crazy. TJ, what up? <laughs> um, if somebody could, TJ, you might have answers. What would do you remember why the NFL went away? from because it, it was all grass before and or crappy turf or sod or whatever they put in there and then they all went to this turf uh. they you know makes it you, you know you're faster uh. they say cleats were dig, catching the grass and twisting ankles well now it's the now now we're back to ankles and knee injury I mean, so Well, I, I
2: think, what do you think
1: what's your opinion on the turf about deba- the debate
2: i don't i don't like the turf because cleats get stuck in the turf and When your cleat gets stuck in the ground, it's easier to break away from, like, real grass and turf because when we've seen it over and over and over again, a non-contact injury, when your cleat gets stuck in the turf, more than likely you're going to tear your ACL. Right. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: It's as
2: simple as that. I
1: agree with you guys. I'm a
2: huge Tennessee Vols fan. When Hendon Hooker went down down there in South Carolina on that turf with the sand in it, his Mm. cleat was stuck. And he tore his ACL. Mm. Yeah, and I remember that. Bill, I'm thinking I don't know why they got away from grass fields, but in my my opinion, turf's easier to take care of.
1: Mhm. Okay. And,
2: and
1: and I agree with you guys uh, all. I mean, I agree with you know Tony. I agree. Grass does itch. Who wants that on you? Um,
2: but you're making so, millions of dollars. You can afford it
1: to itch. Right. You know, you get some cream, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> so. I I agree but the element that I would like besides the injury okay besides besides helping with uh, preventing injuries how much different and dynamic of players would we see would they be as explosive would these mobile quarterbacks be as mobile if say for instance uh you take a a, a dome guy and you go up North to New York and play outside and it's got a little snow or you go to uh, down to Miami on open, you know, let's say, or go to, go uh, and then you're playing on the grass, is sprinkled a little bit. Uh, the traction you got to fight now with and uh, I think it could add a level of excitement to the game or different, just a whole different thing we've been seeing over the last, you know, several years, decade, whatever. Uh, that's what I think, you know. Uh, because you already have the element when it does rain outside, as far as the ball being slick to catch and stuff. But as far as, I mean, muddy traction, you're not really seeing guys falling all over the place like you used to. You know the uh, the field. blizzard games, or yeah, that would be but that would run. that would remind me of my child, you know, childhood. You know,
2: you know rutting so. in the fields, and I mean, if everybody had grass turf, I mean, grass, actual grass fields the element of the game would be different
1: what does the domes do in that situation they bring in grass yeah that's what i'm saying they they yeah but i just i don't know how like because i think turf you know equalized everybody you know pretty much everybody had the same run of the mill they got from the best places but with grass being outdoor versus indoor you have natural sunlight versus fake i mean the different variables that go in. I'm. Ex- I think they should. Like I said, I agree with you guys mostly for the injury aspect, but the gameplay would be. That would be cool to see how much different players would play. Um, but uh, I mean, just
2: think of it this way. I like that too, because think of it this way. I don't think Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the league, would be making all the kicks he makes if it was regular grass.
1: Or what about the the rookie that was down – yeah, the rookie down in Dallas that came from the USFL, I don't think he missed a point or a field goal. Um, Well, what he had – you know, because then you got Butker. Those are the top three, in my opinion, from this this past season. Uh, The Ravens, Cowboys, and Kansas City had the three, you know, in my opinion. Uh, He's kicking out in the elements at home no matter where he goes. I mean, so – but that being said, we're at our two-hour window. Uh, We're all going to get – cut off so I don't want to do that to nobody Uh, but I want to I want to thank you I want to thank Tony Ethan my co-host TJ you guys uh, I appreciate y'all we'll be back next Sunday at 830 uh, central and if you guys want to come on again you're more than welcome Uh, shout out to uh, uh, 110 uh, nation um, Jason uh, Jared our producer uh, blog talk radio next week episode five or the following week episode six we will be live on our youtube channel as well so if people want to view over there and chat and comment whatever you'll have that option now versus just having to uh call in or cause some people don't like to call in but uh thank you guys uh really thank you guys all uh for coming up yeah thank so much. you
2: guys yeah y'all have um, a nice, wonderful night
1: Yep, thank you guys, and if you ain't, if, if, uh, yep, you too. Make sure that you guys, uh, if you ain't, uh,